parsley, success, death, eating and healing. Probably everyone knows parsley as a herb, but it also has a long history of medicinal uses and a possibly unexpected place in Greek and Roman classics, as discussed in this podcast by Anthony Dayan, a Gardener Fellow of the Royal College of Physicians of London. It is grown there in the Pharmacopoeia Londonensis beds because it was listed in that book of medical treatments published by the College in 1618. Parsley, or garden parsley, Petrosolinum crispum, a member of the Apiaceae family, like celery and carrots, is usually recognised in the form of one of its many cultivars, such as the common flat and curly-leaved parsleys. It originated in the central Mediterranean region and is now cultivated throughout the world. The Romans first introduced it into England in the first century AD. The various forms grow as low perennials in temperate areas and as biennials in hotter countries, being cultivated with the leaves, taproot and seeds from its clusters of small white flowers. Every part may be used in cooking. An essential oil, expressed from the seeds, is used in foods and sometimes in toiletries. The English word parsley comes from the Latin name petrosolinum, which is derived from the classical Greek petrosolinon, meaning rock celery, a linear B word found on clay tablets written in the earliest Mycenaean Greek, about 1500 BCE. Linnaeus kept the ancient Latin name when classifying it amongst the world's flora in 1753. Culpepper regarded Petrosolinum erroneously as smallage, really the name of wild celery, Apium graviolens. Turner, in his Herbal of 1568, points out that those plants should not be confused, as smallage, i.e. celery, tastes terrible, whereas parsley has a peculiar grace and pleasantness. Some interpreters of Dioscorides, 70 AD, believe what he described as parsley was really Macedonian parsley, Athamanta Macedonica. This has been much less used in the post-medieval area. In classical Greece, parsley was dedicated to Persephone, queen of the underworld, hence its connection with death and oblivion, the reasons why the Greeks did not eat it. It was used in wreaths for victors in certain games, including the first Olympics, as well as on tombs. Some held it arose from the blood of Archimonus, a lesser god regarded as the harbinger of death. Garden borders at that time often consisted of parsley and rue. The Romans, according to Pliny, valued parsley as a culinary herb. They also strewed it in fish ponds to keep the fish healthy, a practice continued into medieval times. Later, it became dedicated to St. Peter, the Christian successor to Charon, the guide on the way to the underworld. The college's pharmacopoeia of 1618 
described the roots of Petrosilinum as an ingredient of the syrup of five roots, Syrupus de quinque redisibus, mixed with celery, fennel, asparagus and butcher's broom, used as a purgative, a diuretic, and at the onset of fevers. It was also the basis of nerve ointment, unguentum nervinum, for infirmities of the nerves and for bruises. The ointment of opening juices, unguentum e succus aperitivus, to ease rickets and to open stoppages of the stomach and spleen, whatever they were. And the seeds were used in the Benedicta Laxativa, the Blessed Laxative of Nicolai. Three of the 17th and 18th century Delftware apothecary jars in the college contain these compound medicines. Dioscorides recommended it as a diuretic for inducing menstruation, which implied it might be an abortifacient, and to alleviate gastric and renal colic and abdominal distension. Turner, 1568, added it was an aphrodisiac for women, improved body odour in men, prevented drunkenness, cured hiccups, mastitis and lead poisoning, precipitated relapses in people with epilepsy, inhibited lactation, and that bathing in it cured kidney stones. The leading English herbalist of the 16th and 17th century, Gerard, said it was agreeable to the stomach and when boiled in oil and drunk, it would destroy strong poisons. The latter claim may refer to the belief that parsley could remove the smell and aftertaste of garlic. He followed Dioscorides in recommending it to treat indigestion and wind, with which the Islamic physicians of the late medieval period agreed. It has since largely returned to being just a culinary herb, though in 1836 John Lindley noted that the seeds were a deadly poison to parrots. Its attractive colour and flavour have made parsley a common feature of many national cuisines, for example in Italy and Spain, and especially in the Middle East. In experiments, some of the chemicals in parsley have stimulated the uterus to contract, and they have had a weak mutagenic action on DNA in the laboratory. For those reasons, pregnant women are advised not to eat more than a few grams of parsley a day. Official food safety agencies in Europe and the USA have decided that the small quantities of these substances in a conventional diet do not represent a health risk. It has a traditional herbal registration in the UK, combined with asparagus, for minor urinary complaints. The characteristic flavour and aroma of parsley are mainly due to its content of the oleoresin apiol, which contains a flavone, apiogenin, and a phenylpropene, meristicin, that is also responsible for much of the taste and psychotropic activities of nutmeg, as well as small quantities of eugenol and other aromatics. In the kitchen, fresh or dried parsley and parsley seeds have been used for many centuries to flavour different types of food. Apiol, expressed from the seeds, 
is employed commercially to flavour foods and to add aroma to toiletries. A different class of chemicals, the furanocumarin, sorolin and bergaptin, also occur in the plant and may become concentrated in apio. They carry a small risk of inducing photosensitivity in a very few consumers and some workers handling large quantities of the plant. Parsley is grown in the college's garden of medicinal plants for historical reasons and because it is still used as a herbal treatment for urinary disorders. Its history is lengthy and intriguing as one more example of the crossover between the kitchen and the pharmacy. The paucity of good evidence of its useful and its toxic actions, apart from the considerable pleasures of eating it, are common to many of the materials used in that type of herbal medical practice. The Royal College of Physicians of London and its garden containing almost 1100 plants from the history and development of medicine lie in the southeast corner of Regent's Park. The garden is freely open to the public during the week from 9 to 5. Further information about it can be obtained from the website garden.rcplondon.ac.uk. If you would like to know more about the garden and its unique collection of plants, or to use the database of information about the naming, history and uses of the plants, come on one of the free guided tours which are held on the first Wednesday of every month from March to October, from 2 to 3.30. To book a place, please phone reception at the College on 020-3075-1200 or email reception at rcplondon.ac.uk. You can also book a free guided tour of the prize-winning college buildings through reception or on the website www.rcplondon.ac.uk forward slash museum hyphen garden.